All right, everybody, it's been a little bit, but we're back in 2022 with another episode of Pass, Play, or Purchase, and this is your host, Kevin. And this is Leanne. As always, thanks for listening. So today we're going to get into Unstable Unicorns, which is a game designed by Rami uh, Badi. I apologize, really don't know uh, what to do on that one, but it's uh, R-A-M-Y-B-A-D-I-E. And it's published by Breaking Games. And it's a card-based game for 2 to 8 players, estimated to last 30 to 60 minutes. So as a 5-player game that we did, yeah, I would definitely say it's going to run you closer to that 60-minute mark. Keep in mind, though, that one, we only used one, what I would call kind of like a reset card, uh, where you'll uh, reshuffle the discard back into the deck, which, I mean, obviously that takes a little bit of time. But the big thing is it resets what I would kind of call like the countdown mechanism. And Leandro will get more into that later. Now, there's also a lot of expansions out there for this game. Like, I don't know what, maybe five at least, something like that. Yeah, maybe something. More. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But basically, we'll just get into the base game. So it originally came out, uh, looks like back in 2017. Although, more specifically, we'll look at the second edition, uh, which came out back in 2019. Now, the price seemed to run around $20, although it's not too uncommon to see it on sale. So, I mean, as always, feel free to check with your local store. And basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to build the best stable of unicorns faster than your opponents. Although, of course, you have to watch out because they will try to thwart you. But for more on that, of course, we'll let Leanne explain. I just want to, I guess, mention as maybe one last part that while it is 2 to 8, I don't know how much extra... I don't know what you call it, uh, extra play value you would get from playing with eight players. Uh, I think it's one of those where literally it could support that much because of how many cards comes with the the game. Not to say you necessarily want to play with that many people. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's light enough that it's a party game, but I could see where that would really drag because it's one player at a time on yeah, a turn. It's a, it is a yep, one player at a time, so that's a big thing. But anyway, uh, for the mechanics, I'll turn things over to Leanne. Thanks, Kevin. So, Unstable Unicorns, I think the box sums it up pretty nicely. It says, build a unicorn army, betray your friends, unicorns are your friends now. And that's the game. So the, the goal is well, to that be... that was a great explanation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the goal... <laughs> The goal is to be the player, the first person, with seven unicorns in your stable, which is what they call your tableau. If you're playing with six to eight players, you only need to have six unicorns in your stable to win. Each player starts with a baby unicorn card in their stable and five cards in their hand, and the rest of the cards form the deck. So on your turn, there are four phases. First, you check your stable to see if you have any cards that have a beginning of turn effect. Those effects obviously happen at the start of your turn. Next, you draw a card from the deck. Then you can either play a card from your hand or you can draw another card from the deck. And finally, you discard down to seven cards unless you have some type of ability that changes your hand limit. And you just keep going in turns until somebody gets those seven unicorns in their stable. Now there are several types of cards in this game. Unicorn cards come in three flavors, as the rulebook says. So 
really? It calls it flavors? Flavors. Huh. So everyone starts with a baby unicorn in their stable. And baby unicorn cards are special because if they're ever removed from your stable, they go back to a special nursery deck in the center of the table. They don't go back into your hand. They're never discarded in the regular discard pile. And so everyone starts with one. If you ever, you know, get that baby unicorn removed from your stable, the only way to bring more baby unicorn cards into your stable is through a special effect from another card. Then there are basic unicorn cards. They don't have any effects. They're just unicorns. And then there are magical unicorn cards that do have special effects that can give you some type of advantage or buff. Now, besides the unicorn cards, there are also magic cards, which are one-time effects, downgrade cards that you can play to anybody's stable, and those will impose negative effects, upgrade cards that can be played to anybody's stable and grant positive effects, and there are instant cards that are the only type of card that doesn't have to be played on your turn. So the instant cards are nay cards. That's nay like the sound a horse makes and I guess a unicorn makes. I don't know. I've never met a unicorn. Um, but it also sounds like nay as in no way. So nay cards are, you guessed it, the way that you stop the effect when someone is playing a card. And any number of nay cards can be chained during a single turn. So I think we had, I don't know how many nays back and forth once, but... You know, you nay, you nay somebody and they nay you back and then you nay their nay and then they nay your nay again and so on and so forth. Uh, the game continues until someone gets seven in their stable, seven unicorns. If the deck runs out of cards before someone reaches that goal, then the player with the most unicorns wins. If there's a tie for most unicorns, then what you do is you add up the total letters in the names of all the unicorns in the stable, and the player with the most letters wins. And if there's still a tie, then the rule book says no one wins and everyone loses. Um, and that's the game. And if you want a little bit more of a challenge, there are some optional advanced rules. Um, there's also a little bit of a special rule for two-player games, just for the setup. There are certain cards that you remove from the deck, and uh, you actually deal out a certain number of nay cards to each player, I guess, to make a two-player game a little more uh, evenly balanced. Uh, but that's Unstable Unicorns. Awesome. So now going back, actually, real quick, when they said like nay as in no way is that the actual uh what would etymology be the right term here like behind nay oh i don't know i haven't like, looked it up oh okay but it it makes sense to me oh so they did explain it that way in the rule book then no nay is, oh you're explaining it as, i'm explaining it that oh. way that we are a podcast so people can't it's like am i saying nay like n-e-i-g-h am i saying nay like n-a-y like, which nay is it? Okay, so the nay cards, though, are like N-E-I-G-H. Yes, they say nay, but it's a picture of a unicorn holding a stop sign. With the word nay. Like... No, with the word stop. Oh. A stop sign. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, anyway, hopefully that made sense for everybody. But uh, going back now into our notes. So... I'll start with uh, my positive notes here, and yeah, I do like the artwork, and I think they did a pretty good job on the theme. I mean, it's unicorns, right? Different types of unicorns. I do like, though, that they added, was it the narwhal? 
Um, oh, the narwhal? Yes, oh, yeah, the narw- there's narwhals in yes. here. Yes. <laughs> because the narwhal is a unicorn. It's a unicorn of the sea. <laughs> well, and then isn't there also, there was a rhinoceros. Oh, well, yeah, that was a special exception. Okay. But either way, yeah, I mean, so going back, I do There are like a the lot artwork. of narwhals in the deck. Oh, just yeah. like, not just one. There's multiple narwhals. They're a thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have to be. They, they're, yeah, real-life unicorns of the sea. There you have it. So, um, no, there, there's some additional uh, good things about the game. But going back to the artwork, for me, it felt a little bit reminiscent of, like, Exploding Kittens, I guess, would be the closest mm, that I could mm-hmm. compare it to, or dare I say, juxtapose it with. So, yeah, that's pretty much on the art side. The gameplay, yeah, it's lighthearted. Um, and then, of course, for those, I mean, yeah, the unicorn theme can have its own appeal. So, I don't know, there's that as well. Uh, maybe the best way I could try to sum this up, if you can kind of picture the way the mechanics and the overall tone of the game works, is if you like Munchkin, right, you have that kind of take that type of action, but in a lighthearted way, then, yeah, I think there's a lot to like here. Now, that being said, I'll flip over to my words of caution. Yeah, this is very much a take that type of game where, I mean, yeah, you're going to try to build up, but you're also constantly causing mayhem, which, you know, don't get me wrong, that could be a positive. But I guess for me, same with Munchkin, it feels like it really draws out the game past where it reaches what I would kind of deem its natural conclusion. So, like, I felt like I was finished with the game, referring both to Munchkin and uh, to unstable unicorns, but the game was not finished with me, right? Like, we didn't hit that end goal. So for me, right, that's kind of like, uh, you know, I, I got my fill, but the game is technically still going on, and that was kind of not the best feeling. Again, yeah, it's a little bit Munchkin-esque in that sense. Now, I've added this caveat to a lot of the games re- reviewed, and I'll add it to this one as well. So it's not a heavy game, but I do get the chance to clarify this because their official website lists the strategy level as a 7 out of 10. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. (laughs) Exactly Lien's reaction there. So I'll I'll, uh, add some professional language to that and say I am not sure what they're using as their scale. Like what's a 1 and what's a 10? What's a 10? But... You know, playing a broad swath of games, uh, to me, a 10 would have to be an extremely complex game. I mean, something that probably would take at least an hour to teach. I feel like that's not uncommon for even what I would deem medium weight games. Whereas something like this, it's very easy to to teach. I mean, I guess not to say that there isn't strategy, but again, like 7 out of 10, uh, I just... Anyway, so... I will caveat that I don't believe it's a 7 out of 10. And I'll just wrap up with, yeah, if you don't really enjoy Munchkin, though, then, again, I don't think you'll really have a a great time here, unfortunately. But how about for you, Leanne? So I bought this game. Uh, It was on sale for $10, I think, for Black Friday or Cyber Monday. And it definitely delivered the lighthearted, silly fun that I was looking for. I mean, it's called Unstable Unicorns. The box is white with rainbow colored letters. I mean, I guess you could get the not safe for work version. That's also an option, but I just got the the regular base version and it's it's rainbow colored on a white background. 
Um, we got a lot of laughs out of it. The artwork is cute. It has some humorous flavor text. Like, apparently, there's a lot of ways to define a basic unicorn. Use your imagination there. So, you know, that's that's I think my positive note on it. Um, and then my word of caution is, you won't find substance in this game. It is meant to be antagonistic and light. Um, it probably does last a little longer than serious gamers would want it to, like Kevin mentioned, but take it for what it is. It's take that, it's silly, it's unicorns, and who doesn't like unicorns, especially when the narwhal is also a unicorn. Um, and so, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just so cute the way that they included the narwhal and the narwhal looks so like, so happy, like me too, like I'm a unicorn too. That's right. <laughs> so. <laughs> so the theme is great. Apparently there's a lot to love there. As maybe you can hopefully hear with Leanne's reaction. But uh, yeah, that's the game. There we go. So let's jump into our decisions here. So for me, this was this was definitely a tough one. Um, if I really, really just got to fit it into our kind of pass play purchase categories, I think I'm going to have to call this one a pass. Aww. Um, yeah, I mean, it does come with a caveat. It's I would definitely play it again, but it's one of those where once I've played it, I've kind of had my fill for some time. And I don't want to sound like I'm dumping on Munchkin here because, I mean, to me, Munchkin was one of the original uh, great entry games. And, you know, similarly, yeah, this is one of those where I would play it again, but I don't want to play it back to back. I probably wouldn't even want to play it, what, more than once in a month, maybe? Uh, if I had to take a guess here, I would say once every, like, six months. Wow. Would probably be a good time frame for me wow. on it. I, I just, I need a little bit of a break in between, but I would play it again. And that's why, I, I mean, when I look at that, for me, that's pretty close to a pass. And if we're just categorizing, I'll have to, yeah, lump it in there, unfortunately. But sounds like you got other thoughts. Well, I think it's a play if you're looking for something light and silly. If you like exploding kittens, right? Like Kevin had mentioned, it's very similar in mechanics and gameplay, but it's a change in terms of the artwork and the theme. And so I think it's it's a play for that type of game experience. I, I got to interject on that one real quick. For me, exploding kittens would be very much more so on the play side. I oh, think because you it like has, it better. It has a more definitive end. I feel like it ends at just the right time. Oh, it end, it's over a lot sooner. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why for going back to like how you say, take it for what it is. I feel like as kind of a light, fun game, it meets that criteria very well. Whereas, yeah, for me, Unstable, it's a light, fun game that takes itself too seriously in the game length or, or in the options to draw it out. Hmm, I see. I'm okay. Trying to be that strategy 7 out of 10. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, all right. So, you can guess where I'm going with my my decision here. So, although I said it's a play, I do want to say there are expansions, um, but I'm guessing it doesn't make any sense for me to purchase them because I highly doubt that I would be able to find anyone in our regular gaming group willing to play this game with me again. And I'm kind of bummed about that anyway. Oh my gosh. So now we're getting into some some uh, side topics here, but uh, 
yeah, basically, I guess you can tell it's, it's a pretty difficult take on this one, but that's, that's pretty much our ratings in, in a nutshell. So as always, thanks for joining us, and we hope to catch you on our next episode. Thank you.